0: My name is Alex, and I'm here to say I hate yerks in a major way. minds at yerk my name is alex (laughs) i'm megan and i'm tim look okay i might have (laughs) actually started saying the thing i say for a different podcast it happens wow
1: that was that was all right
0: we want another swing at that one? I'll take another nope. swing at that one. Okay. No, that's fine. We're committing. Great. It was gorgeous. I was a little surprised nobody interrupted me to say no, not that one.
1: Uh, Yeah, no, that would require us to not be recording in the morning.
0: Fair. Uh, We are recording in the morning. Is this the first time? I feel like we've done this one other time, maybe. Yeah, I think we've done it once before.
1: Given how many times people talk to me about things that happen in episodes, and I go, oh, that's nice. I have no fucking clue.
2: Fair. Fair. Oh, oh, oh. Hang on, I'm I'm late
0: for Monday. ear. hang on.
1: You are, but now you're even later.
0: Good, I'm glad. I'm glad Tim's phone has interceded to wake up Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Why did we- I?
2: Why did I set one for? Oh, I said two for late. Hold on, let me turn that one off. <laughs> All
0: right. This is a banner episode already. <laughs>
1: for such a banner book, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, of course. This banner book is Visser. And I'm just gonna get this one out of the way right now. Visser? I hardly know her. That's your one. That's my one.
1: I didn't say it. But I agree.
0: And Meg knows me well enough to know that she has to add in, but I agree. Excellent. <laughs> how uh how is everybody? I'm okay. i'm I'm still asleep at this point that tracks i'd like
1: to see if tim remembers that this is an episode or if it's uh, just a dream
0: yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure that some of our episodes aren't just dreams (laughs) that have somehow manifested into our podcast feed
1: what is a there's a serial commercial like a serial from the 90s where it's like is this real or a dream and they're like it's real and it's like do you want me to punch you and then it's like nope and she has lobster claws. This okay. sounds I'm the only familiar. I <laughs> to say I know that you watch a lot of commercials because of Veronica Mars, so.
0: Well, yeah, but I didn't watch Veronica Mars in the nineties. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. This is a nineties serial that's back in 2020.
0: Oh. I this haven't is seen a this commercial. New commercial. Gotcha.
1: It is trading in on our nostalgia.
0: I will keep an eye out for this Nightmare Lobster okay. commercial. Sounds good. I can't tell if
2: Han was being snarky when you said that this was a banner book
1: i didn't say that that's not my word
0: that was my word oh was it yeah okay i can't (laughs) tell if alex
2: (laughs) was being snarky
0: my entire brand is built on people not knowing if i'm being snarky or not and more often than not that includes me
2: this is the best book we've read yet
1: okay but you say that every other week
0: yeah but this one legit
2: is right like (laughs) This whole series has led up to this book for me. This so far has been the best book.
1: So I'm going to put money now that when all is said and done and we've read all 62, 64 books, Elemis Chronicles is going to be the best one for Tim. Okay. Because it's so late in the game, yeah. but it's high fantasy. Yeah, so it'll that's... hit that point of this is the best and everything after will be great, but not Elemis Chronicles. That so, sounds
2: probably right. Based yeah. on your love of this. Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe once we get through everything, we should make Tim reread the books he has said are his absolute favorites <laughs> and rank them.
1: So make him reread the entire series?
0: Yeah, basically, except for like no, two books. I was going to say, there are two books he wouldn't have to reread. That's fair.
1: You don't have to reread 25 or 35. You're good.
0: All right. Tim yes what happens in this your new favorite animal <laughs> <laughs> Visser
2: one is on trial before the council of 13 being cross-examined by Visser three they tell their story of how they first came to discover earth after a report from Visser three they land on earth and land in operation desert storm Visser one finds and takes a human after watching a battle Visser one and partner go to hollywood Visser three Kills some animals and says they're animorphs, and then totally Moripovich's Visser One for making Earth babies with Yerk partner, a council member Garif, looks at Visser One's memory but doesn't automatically kill him. Visser One calls for a potty break, and steals a cell phone to call Marco. Visser 1 continues the story of breaking up with Yerk partner. Visser 3 wants Visser 1 to shoot one of the Earth babies. The Animorphs show up in the nick of time, and the battle is on. The Animorphs take Visser 1. Marco gives the Yerk a choice, to get out, or they're gonna kill Marco's mom. The Yerk leaves, and Marco's mom convinces them to put it back. Visser 1's war is the better war. Visser 1 reflects on the truth of losing partner. The council returns a verdict both vissers are to die but not really visser 3 will continue on earth and will live if successful visser 1 is going to defeat the andalites on anadi and will live if successful and that was visser
0: i like this idea of you can live if successful as though death is not the fate that greets unsuccessful yerks yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) well i think what we gather from here is that they've been killing a lot of yerks that they probably shouldn't have
0: yes uh, hey, turns out, newsflash, Yurks killing lower-ranking Yurk officers is against the rules. Visser 3, my dude. <laughs> we know you're dumb. We didn't know you were that dumb. I don't know if that's
1: dumb, just short-tempered.
0: Visser 3 is that... that- cop who plays by
2: his own rules and puts on his sunglasses and he's like you want my badge take it and then goes back to doing what he was doing anyway
0: he's that cop who plays by his own rules like you want my badge take it and then pulls out an ak-47 and guns down the rest of the precinct
2: yes accurate very accurate but yeah he does do that quite like Without even giving it much thought to be against the rules. He
0: kills yeah, officers in front of the council. Sorry, Meg.
1: You're good. I was just going to say, there's a, it's really hard to understand why being loyal to Visor 3. It's more just everybody fears Visor 3. Like, especially given that this is a no-no.
0: <laughs> I mean, this book, like... Let's just jump to the end, I guess. This book sort of trades on that, right? The entire setup of seeing the two of them at odds directly with each other, hearing the two of them argue for what they want. One, it sets up this decision that Marco and friends have to make of which war do we want to fight? But also, like, it helps them answer that question in, I think Jake, mista- as as he is being mistaken for an Andalite, says, look, his war will be easier for us to win because he won't have loyalty. True. Sure.
2: It's also very interesting, like the 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 relativity of the bad guy. It's like going placed next to Visser three, viscer one. I, I, this whole book. I was like, Oh, I hope she crushes crushes him. and and then you place Visser One next to the animal. So it was like, No he's garbage. <laughs> That is a garbage person, or a garbage garbage slug. I guess I should yeah. say.
0: I mean, there's even one point where Visitor Ward's like, "I can't believe I am being maneuvered by, outmaneuvered by someone this stupid." Get it together. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know that feeling. Um, can we talk about last book really quick again? Like yes. the fact that it ends on this cliffhanger of Eva or Visitor One calling Marco, and that doesn't happen for like seventy percent of the book, sixty percent of the book. Why do
2: that? I enjoyed that a lot.
1: You enjoyed the cliffhanger that didn't pay off and that we knew was coming. I mean, I think it would have been more of a surprise. It wasn't necessary oh, oh, for the last book. Oh, I see what book. you're saying.
2: I, I looked at it. I I, I I looked at your question wrong. I thought you meant why start the story where they did, no, no, not no, 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 no. the way end where that story. Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't think that it's necessary to have this call in the last book. Um, well, it,
2: it's the only thing of value in the last book. <laughs>
1: You're not wrong.
2: Oh, yeah, but I kind of like it when stories kind of cross like that, where you you have this point here, and then over here we're going to double back, and we're going to work our way to that same point. So,
1: but it it wasn't that kind of feeling, though.
2: What's for me? Okay, because you knew it was going to get there, like you said. It was it was wherever we were. You knew we were going to end up at that point. So.
1: I don't know. I just I'm it always is something that you're looking for, and instead, I think it just would have been a really great shock factor. Sure. For visitor one to have this moment and realize, fuck. Yeah. I gotta call for help.
0: (laughs) I think there's maybe a, maybe an editorial answer, like a more mechanical, practical answer than narrative one, which is a lot of especially like the Chronicles, the side kind of book feel like they're set up almost to be, be a thing that got people's attention as they came out. They're hardcovers, they're nicer format books. They're more likely to get shelf space in a 90s bookstore, prominent shelf space. Okay. I think you could read this and be like, hey, I want to read more and go back and pick some up. And that's there just as a hook hook to be like, remember this thing that happened in that? This is where that goes. Kind of like the acknowledgement in whatever the first Tobias book, or the first book back after Hork-Bajir was of, hey, we just learned all this.
1: So you're saying that this is to get more readers involved.
0: I think it's a little bit to get more readers involved and a little bit just like, and also, I mean, going back to just nineties, media consumption, we were still so driven by episodic storytelling instead of serial storytelling. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's even as simple as, hey, these 9-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old, whatever kids aren't necessarily going to read them in order. So we need to give them that hook to know where this goes. I think it's probably more that than any sort of, you're probably wondering how I got here in Media (laughs) Res kind of thing.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um... I will say, like, even at kind of a, you may be wondering how I got here, level, it didn't bug me. Like, I kind of liked knowing, okay, this moment is coming somewhere. Sure. Um, I don't think there was necessarily a particularly, uh, hard to pin down arc to get there. I think like how you get there is pretty obvious once the idea is introduced, but like, I'm still okay with the framing of it that way, but I still think it is more just, hey, here's the business of serialized children's storytelling in the mid nineties. I I
2: did honestly sit there and think, okay, you're stuck in a trial. How is she going to get away to make the call? like several times so it was yeah it was kind of a fun little little bit
1: so when me. when the first animorphs air quotes showed up you weren't like oh she's already made the call oh um, no
2: honestly i don't remember i don't remember having that thought because it, it wasn't really that much of a like it didn't last that long gotcha so yeah.
1: I remember so you very quickly we're like, Oh, these aren't real animorphs. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Cause it, it sort of the story led to that real quick.
0: Yeah, I mean my first thought was, well, it doesn't make sense narratively if she's made the call. So these aren't real animorphs. Cool. Because I am a thirty-two year old reading this book.
1: Well, yes, but
0: Go to hell, Siri. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as much as I adore our older readers, sometimes we still think like we're in middle grade books.
2: She's talking about me. <laughs> Tim got subtext. <laughs> I just like real life got subtweeted. <laughs> There's no disrespect meant by it. Yeah, no, none taken. <laughs> you're There's the
0: one... you're the Jake. What? Sometimes a little obtuse and occasionally mistaken for an Andalite.
2: <laughs> what a there is one point in here where Visceral Three says that he's never taken a human.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, well,
1: that's, and I, that's got well, bullshit, right?
2: that's what i thought too i was like didn't didn't chapman
0: was i making that up did that not happen he wasn't in chapman he put another yerk in no he did oh take Chapman briefly. i was taking
1: i've never taken a human like i've never killed a human he's <clears> never been in a human form gotcha yes
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah he was briefly in hedrick chapman that's what i thought too Now, here's the thing. We don't know how much time got reset after the uh, Time Matrix thing. That's a good point. So, So maybe... perhaps he wasn't. Yeah. Uh,
2: Yet again, Elemis Bullshit has explained
0: away everything. (laughs) Yes. When in doubt, Elemis Bullshit... Like, there was also a point in here where... And I think that has to be the answer. Because when we're in the early stages of Viscer 1 as a lowly sub finding out... That Earth exists. There are a lot of holes in the story. <clears throat> there are a lot of holes in the story that is like the yerk record of how Earth was discovered on why were these Andalites on the Skritna ship and why did these Andalites go to the Taxon homeworld. Right. And we know Viscer 3 learned about the time Matrix. So the only way the yerks wouldn't still know about it is if some of those events hadn't happened.
1: Or Viscer 3 didn't tell them about that but or also it that, sounds like they have to do mental dumps so it sounds like it's really hard to keep anything from yeah anybody
0: and at that point uh, he was still at sub level so he would have had to have made that dump yeah um i i did try to piece that
2: back together when they were talking about the events of the the Skritnaz ship leaving and i honestly don't remember the exact order that things happened in the Andalite Chronicle, so I couldn't tell you if it was holes or not holes.
0: This was pretty accurate. It's mostly just the motivation for why the Andalites did what they did. I gotcha. Okay. It would also explain, though, why if Visser Three had known about Earth, and had known the time matrix was potentially there. Why he would not have turned around and said, I know where there's a class 5 species.
1: I don't know if he knows that the time matrix is there.
0: Even with that aside, though, if he had known that here is a world with 5 billion people. Yeah, sure. Like, I That's think true. I think some amount See, of of Illamist memory loss has happened to Visser 3.
1: I don't know. I, I got... I, and i read this quick so i got the impression that he did find it and did want to go do that and that it was given to viscer one instead either because of rank or because of job positions or whatever
2: well viscer one did not have rank at that time the, the yeah it, it, it viscer one was lower ranked i think
0: viscer one was and this is this is why i dug so far into this because viscer one's commanding yurk was Sub Vistor forty seven on the Texan Homeworld. Who oh, was Sub Vistor seven on the Texan Homeworld? Fuck if I know. Yeah, I have no clue. Vistor three.
1: Oh, okay. But okay. But But
0: this is what I had to go look up. It was a different Sub Vistor forty seven.
1: But if I remember correctly, Visor Three before <clears throat> in Earth was kind of like an art, arch- not an archaeologist. Um, oh, Sunday mornings. Okay, <laughs> uh, it's not a sociologist, but I'm totally blanking on the word. But, but he was a, a science. Su- oh, yeah, he, he studied, studied cultures. He studied yeah. the Andalites. He studied humans or whatever. I don't think we get a clear like this is what Visitor One's role was. But when when she takes over a human actress and talks about how every how it's appalling that not everybody has a position or a job um i think that like it wasn't necessarily visitor three's role position job or whatever to go start this infestation it was maybe his role to figure it out like hey here's who here's the person who is much higher up corporate bureaucracy bullshit sitting in a chair hey this is the thing we're gonna go check out let's go send someone that we can sacrifice
0: here is the timeline as i understand it And like I said, I had to sort out this Visser 47 thing to make a lot of this make sense. Visser 3 had been on the Texan homeworld with the rank sub-Visser 47. Visser 3 was there for the overlap with, uh, Chronicles. Not Ilimus Chronicles. Uh, Andalite Chronicles. No. Yes. Yeah. Andalite Chronicles. Mm Mm-hmm. Visser 3 took Aloran as his host. Visser 3 was promoted from sub 47 to a higher rank. Visser 1 was transferred after Visser 3 was promoted to the Texan homeworld, where she heard about these humans. She wanted to investigate and was told, no, this is a waste of time. She thought at the time that that order came from Visser 3 and said she learned later that it didn't. The new sub 47 was just an idiot. Mm. So she stole a fighter and found another subvisor or another Yerk who had been a subvisor and outranked her, but who had no motivation and would just go with shit, who had been demoted, and dragged him in search of Earth and eventually found it. So the entire, like, let's go find Earth was off books, against orders, by Yerk definition, treason, until she proved, hey, we found a class five world. Right.
1: I like that we get the classifications. Like yes. one, I mean because we know humans, we've known humans are class 5. And it's kind of cool. I guess humans are the only class 5 still so far, and I still would say that they're debating if they are class 5.
0: Yeah, I mean the so yeah. last one is useless as a host. That would be the skritna or the arn, which is not given as an example here, but they made themselves useless. Right. Otherwise, they probably would have been a class 3. Right. Class two is, yeah, can be a host, but limited usefulness. Uh, Taxons also fall there. Yes. Because you can't control their bloodlust. Jeds, Geds are just too clumsy. Class three is good host, but too few. That's where Hork-Bajir fall. Uh, And maybe where the Arn would have fallen if they did not put self-destruct code into themselves.
1: And Hork-Bajir would have been fine if Andalites had not set off the virus.
0: Yes. Had not set off the quantum virus. Right um there is one class four species the andalites (laughs) and maybe
1: the humans question mark or it's enslavable. is it worth our time and effort
0: they'd be great hosts but they would murder us first yeah and then class five is useful but too dumb to fight back
1: which to be fair (laughs)
0: there are a lot of things in this book speaking of too dumb to fight back that are very uh maybe prescient of contemporary times anytime that viscer one was hanging out in earth's atmosphere trying to parse human communications i'm like oh oh you sweet summer child let me show you twitter
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's true what would it be like for Yorks to come now? I feel would they like they just run away screaming.
0: I was gonna say I feel like she would have just turned around and left, but like, well <laughs> fuck it. I've been on Twitter. I'm gonna let the, the Yerks just kill me now.
1: <laughs> the host bodies she takes are interesting. Her- I don't know do we keep it as she because the yerk
0: yeah i was having a hard time with that here's that here's what i'm Yerks gonna say gendered yurks are not gendered but there is a line and i am not going to find it probably just by flipping to it because i read this very quickly after midla- midnight last night <laughs> um there is a line where she and was indris the other yerk with her mm-hmm. she and yeah. indris es- take Es-son. Es-son. Es-son.
1: Is, she is is mr
0: yeah. one okay she and Esson take male and female hosts and in her recounting of the story she says that was when eson became a male and i became a female okay so i am going to assume for all intents and purposes indris identifies as female cool and eson identifies as male and Esom is dead. Okay, Esom dead.
2: And we, we met Spacey before, right? Spacey was not a new character. Who's Spacey? Spacey is Hildy?
0: Yeah. The uh, the homeless man who Vista 3 oh. brings in to out indris right. as having had a human now, life.
2: We met him in the Roswell book, right? I think so. Or am yeah. I getting confused on this? I
1: mean, there's you're probably right. Also, can we go with Edris instead of Idris just so that I'm not confusing things in my head and having weird <laughs> Idris Elba combination.
0: Fine. But when we get to uh <clears throat> when we get to lore, uh alba will be our lore. Fine. Uh I, I also we could go with Ed
2: ed r is (laughs) ed r is ed r is
1: um yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it's a callback the Roswell. yeah
2: i i i never did look it up i I am looking it up now oh okay i just assumed that was the same guy
1: i mean create our own animorphs canon it's fine
2: yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah i i spent this whole book like eva is the best character in this book to me but i spent this whole book kind of rooting for viscer one right up until earth baby came back (laughs) And viscer 1 had like this, like, oh, what do I do? And it was like, "Ah, I don't like you anymore that you even had to think about this.
0: According to Seropedia, this is the only appearance of Spacey.
2: Oh, well then who was the crazy guy
1: in the Roswell book? There's so many crazy people that have all...
0: We'll look it up and report back later. Tim, this is your homework. Next episode, you have to follow up on your conspiracy theory. Okay. What is that,
1: like, book 14? Uh, We're talking space toilet one, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. (laughs)
0: Space <laughs> toiler Um Um Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about this. Uh speaking of visor one's likability rating. <laughs> and i'm just gonna open a can of worms i am not a prequel person it is known i am not a go
1: or just star wars which one are we talking
0: about here uh in general actually i like the star wars prequels more than most people do um i think people assume my jar jar binks references are somehow ironic but actually like i kind (laughs) of like that fish dweeb god um, I am not a prequel person in general, even less so when the goals of those prequels are to take a character who is villainous and make them sympathetic. And the oh, I thing...
1: mean, I've been yelling about that all week. We're good.
0: <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> the thing I like about this book is that it explains Visser, Visser one, but I don't think really at the end of the day is asking us to think anything other than sort of what Animorphs broadly does. <clears throat> This person is maybe more complicated than on surface level, but yep, she evil. Yeah. Um, Like, I like that we don't walk away from this necessarily thinking, oh no, she's mistaken. She could be changed. She could be better. She's still like giddy to go enslave this other world. Yeah. She may have some
1: human sympathies.
0: Yeah. But she's, she not good.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: Yeah. I'll just sum <laughs> that up for y'all. Yeah. Yeah she's not good
1: um i do like eva i agree though or as uh google play likes to call her eva
0: i was gonna say i was gonna say eva
1: Ava. yeah eva marco's mom yeah no because um so she's been enslaved for how long i mean years
0: Fewer than nine years. Yeah. Um, and probably we, closer
1: to around five, six, maybe?
0: Yeah, probably. in there. We know that after after Visser 3 left, was her name Judy Lines? <clears throat> um. The actress host she took when she, her second host? Uh, Jenny. Jenny Lines, which, let's make fun of me for missing some t- subtext real quick. <laughs> I spent most of this going... Why was she addicted to? What was Jenny Lines addicted to? Oh wait, I got it. <laughs> it's Bless. cocaine. They call her that because she's doing lines. Uh, yeah. Bless. Look, drug culture is not a knowledge base for me. I am I am a dweeb, I guess, in that particular social circle. <laughs> Only that one though. Yes. <laughs>
1: um anyways
0: uh after she leaves jenny she moves on to allison kim and uh allison and hildy was it hildy gervais Mm -hmm. yeah hildy is esam's host they have kids together and the kids are still babies when visser one goes to live in lore full-time right
1: And and is roughly nine when shows up in the book. Yeah. So
0: assuming that she spends maybe a year or two as lore, I guess
1: no. She's bouncing.
0: She bounces for a while, but once the yeah. sharing is up and running, she's in Lore full time.
1: But then bounces after. Because th- there is talk of how she doesn't want Ava to realize she has kids. So she oh, only no, no, looks... No, no, no.
2: Ava comes later. When she's bouncing, it's bouncing between Allison and Lore. And then eventually she gives up on Allison and just goes to Lore full time. And then
0: takes Ava later after. Ava. Yeah. But there's a discussion
1: t- of how as Ava, she doesn't ever look at her kids. Right. She yes. bounces
0: out of Ava into other hosts sometimes. Right. Other hosts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But Lore... And and Ava don't overlap at all. And Allison and Ava don't overlap. She only took Ava after she killed Lore to make him a demagogue. Okay. I think
2: back to the Hildy thing real quick. I think I conflated Crazy Helen and George Edelman, and somehow that became spacey.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Maybe that's Crazy
1: Yeah, maybe Crazy they Helen. Had a kid.
2: Maybe maybe. <laughs> <laughs> crazy Helen was
0: from the Roswell. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
1: We've had a couple crazy people. There's also one in Megamorphs 1.
0: Yes. The one who, conspiracy theory Alex, still says, prove to me that that is not Lauren.
1: Um, okay.
0: I think we've proven it a couple of times now. But...
1: <laughs> to say, at some point I can prove that, but we'll come back to that. Um, either way, what I was trying to say, before we go through the history <laughs> of Visor 1, is that it's been years. Yeah. And she's still like she's been forced to die, quote unquote. She's given up her son and her husband. She's still fighting this much. Yes. It's impressive.
0: No, it really is. Ava is awesome.
2: Yes. Best character in the book. I
0: she's mean also really smart. Like the the, the bits at the once Ava kind of starts working with Visser one, realizing the only realizing what the clear play, if they're ever if the Animorphs are ever gonna win is. Mm-hmm. Like The way she plays Ava and the conversation she and Marco have about, look, we fight the wars the ways we can. I'm not walking away from this one. This is what I can do is like anything good about Marco has come from this woman.
1: Weak Marco. Little Marco. Who is never going to be able to survive the big bad world. Who is probably one of, if not the most blood, not bloodthirsty, um, cold calculating of our group. It's a little scary. I don't know if here Cassie is more cold and calculating.
2: This is my favorite
1: Marco book.
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm with Tim on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. The, um, the most likable Marco ever is, is through his mother's eyes.
1: Yeah. Well. If you can't be loved through your mother's eyes. I I also love Marco stuff when Marco
2: does stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, When I don't hear what's going on in Marco's head, Marco's actions are a lot more... Palpable. I don't know what the... What did you say?
1: Palpable. Easy to take.
2: Yes. And impressive does that make sense i mean marco
1: is literally the best number two in some ways because he can see everything a to z and is willing to take risks to hurt people if it's absolutely necessary which is why he doesn't make a good leader because you need someone to balance that out
0: he's a strategist and he's machiavellian That worked. and i think the latter is the difference between him and cassie marco will do what has to be done the ends justify the means cassie is going to try to minimize harm along the process right
2: i do have one question about you, you mentioned that that visitor one is excited when it's decided that she's going to the anati world yeah um and and Ava is of course upset about this, but I'm sitting there thinking, well, Ava, who said you were going, and why would it make sense to send this, you know, beat down human? Why wouldn't they just, you know, pick an Anadi for viscer One to take over?
1: They may want she gets on that home planet or on that yeah. home planet, but they do say fairly early on that they have the science; they can fix her. They're yeah. literally just oh, well, that's true. torturing that's and abusing abus- her just to turn her into It just
2: seemed odd that they would send, you know human I mean, to that world to to lead the invasion they As sent an andalite
0: to, to earth
1: yeah or hork bajir to yep. you know infest the first human
2: but andalites are you know t- <laughs> tail blade and all that one that one sort of makes sense that you would lead an it's send an andalite whenever you had one i
1: think that the mentality of the your nation species is don't waste a body you don't have to even if there are five billion
0: that's true that's That's, true we also get in this book from the Yurk perspective and this is one of my favorite things about this book we're so used to when we talk about alien species like what makes them cool as opposed to us lame humans and we get sort of the Yurk perspective of what in human physiology is unique and it's the brain structure it's the idea that there are these two lobes that are fundamentally in conflict and have slightly different perspective and don't necessarily lend them themselves to quick decision making but allow for more nuanced decision making which is a little pop psychology but Mm -hmm. it was the 90s and also like i'll take that as the the why would this yerk who is about the slow play and cunning answer instead say i'm gonna live in this soft squishy body that walks on two legs like a weirdo without a tail or anything for balance when like Okay, I respect the ability of this brain to have complex, nuanced perspective. Again, never seen Twitter.
1: <laughs> but did drop right into the middle of a war. Yes. And instantly going, man, humans suck.
0: Humans do suck.
1: But I think that's also a little blindsided because, like, this entire book is the culmination of a fight between two yurts. And, like, if they could be having a full on battle in war, they would be. I don't know. I guess. When Axe has this moment of like, man, humans suck
0: because
1: <laughs> they fight against each other. It, it's we don't really have this sense of like infighting within Andalites. Like it's not a competitive kind of thing. It's like at the end of the day, they are all kind of pacifist by nature, and they're yeah. forced to battle. We even warrior.
0: like you've talked about before. We even lose a plot line about Andalites fighting each other.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe for um, that reason.
1: But Yurks are either just naturally competitive, or because they're parasites, or whatever. Um, So it it was kind of amusing, I guess, to see this race um, be like, wow, they're fighting with each other. This is terrible. Humans are terrible. And also having a moment of like, "Mm, maybe we don't want to infest them if this is how they are. But it's like, if you had the bodies, you'd be the same way.
0: I think the difference between Yerks and humans here is that Yerks are about like betrayal and backstabbing and power politics one on one as opposed to geopolitically it's never but, pool versus pool so much as like okay that person i want their job or they want my job how can i take them down but
1: is that just because of how they evolve versus i mean if they had the land who's to say cuz we yeah. are still that way too
0: yeah i mean that's yeah. that's absolutely fair mm-hmm. like with in 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 the status quo for yrks yes pool
2: versus pool Sounds like a plot from an 80s movie about, like, neighborhood swim teams.
0: Or Deadpool <laughs> versus Gwynpool.
2: Nah, that also works. I which also already like
0: an issue, but okay.
2: The, uh, the, the Hans summary of the Yerks is saying the only reason you don't fight each other is because you don't have fists.
1: <laughs> it's true.
2: Yes, I, I, that makes me happy. That is very
0: good. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, look how quick, like, I don't know. I it's picture... very clearly something's going on in the Council of Thirteen as well. Yeah. Which... God, I just, the, like, one more chronicle book I guess I'd want is what the fuck is the Council of 13? Who are they? What is that inviting? What is that yeah, political intrigue? I, Nine-year-old me wouldn't have wanted that. I, 31-year-old I, old me fucking I
2: absolutely love, like, Uh, there's something like normally i can't stand like off panel stuff but there's something so great of like we already have our decision all right we're gonna go talk about our decision (laughs) okay 11 guys show back up and it's like wait
1: (laughs) (laughs) what happened to the other two
0: give us give us the gareth chronicles
1: yes like is he the guy in charge because we don't know and it's you know it's something that's discussed and debated is is there infighting within them what is the infighting within them i mean it could be just the same thing as visor one and visor three which is boring but how do you get on the council of 13 what does it mean to be on the council of 13
0: i mean this guy is either the peter baelish or varus of your comb world he's the intelligence guy he's got All this information coming in, I legitimately want a book that is him, like, training strategists and manipulating people and staying out of it while simultaneously, like, breezing the wheels of interpersonal conflict so he can rise through the ring.
1: Yeah, like, it is very clear that there's Team Visitor 1, Team Visitor 3. Yeah but they're not, like, they've got mentors and all this other stuff, but it's not the they're not split amongst the council. The council's so secretive and so unknown, it's not like that their battle is part of a greater battle. So is The Council of Thirteen fighting within this battle? Like, because, okay, so he has her do a memory dump. And then kind of, instead of just, like, killing her on the spot, it's kind of like, all right, well, we're just going to glide past all that. There's so many power plays and political moves here that I just, I want to know. I hate that nine-year-old me and 31-year-old me would not agree on this at all, but fucking (laughs) need it. Want it. It's fine. I I... keep saying nine. I think I was definitely... Eleven when this came out, but still. Yeah,
2: I uh, I I think there's money to be had here too. As we should start the mines at York Council of Thirteen. <laughs> okay. For donations, the first ten people to give us like money, we should start a Patreon. <laughs>
0: tim you're just trying to start a new cult i know how this works
2: it's not a new cult it's an offshoot of the first one, one it's all the of... sharing it's all the sharing this is the
0: Timber circle
2: the timber circle oh that's gonna be a thing
1: no no
2: that's awesome
0: that's no. a word for it
1: <laughs> we could get uh. patches
2: for our jean jackets It'll be
0: awesome, Tim. I need you to pause for a moment.
1: I don't want a patch, but if you do in an enamel pen, I will totally wear a Council of Thirteen minds at your pen.
0: Okay, I'm on time. it. I Tim, on it. Just try to picture me in a jean jacket for a moment. <laughs> I'm actually you could in rock in a process. jean jacket.
2: I got like four patches for Christmas, so I'm. Well, yeah, I'm this because you want to do your one.
1: denim Green Lantern thing.
2: Yeah, that's. It's all going to be part of. The, one of the patches is a Green Lantern symbol, so it's
0: all. It's all happening. It is physically impossible to picture me in a jean jacket.
1: It is not physically. I'm, I'm doing it now. Okay,
0: but you also laughed. It is physically impossible to do it without I'm laughing. laughing
1: because that is the most ridiculous statement. It'd be like the, the things that are impossible to picture you in. Like I was about to say a chicken soup, and that I can also do. Like I think you were underestimating my imagination. I'm just
2: going to quite a bit Photoshop your head on a picture of a person wearing. No, like, that's all not. Denim.
0: No, you have to Photoshop a denim jacket onto me. Ugh. <laughs> All right. You don't get to cheap out and put my head on <laughs> someone else. <Yeah. laughs> I know how Photoshop works. I can picture that. Okay. Anyway.
1: No, I'm thinking a good jean jacket. And for some reason, like, I can see you putting it on as if it's like a greaser leather coat. I don't know.
0: Other things I can't picture myself in for a thousand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> What kind of coat do you wear? Are you a Darth Vader long pea coat? What I own
0: a, I own a couple of hoodies. He own, he wears the robes of the rituals. <laughs> I live in redacted. <laughs> the weather here does not call for much more than hoodies. Yeah, okay, that's fair. True. I guess
1: it, where I am is like, I do have my leather coat and my long peacoat and all that yeah. stuff.
2: I've won a coat if, like four times this winter. So.
0: If it gets cold enough to be anything more than jacket weather, the world stops here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, I do think you have a good peacoat, if I remember correctly, Tim.
0: Uh, I do. I yeah. do. Before we move away from it entirely, which we're basically at, I need to go back to the, the yerk fist fight thing and just say I need everyone now to join me in picturing two yerks kind of reared back on their tails, just slapping each other with their paws. Oh, I was
1: going with like the 1920s, but okay, fine.
0: <laughs> you went flip. F- it can be a little up. bit of put them up, put them up. Yada, yada. Yada. I'm picturing, like, the Notre Dame logo, but with a little yerk going, why I I,
2: I, you know what? I honestly envisioned, like, 300 yerks in a pool just all laying on top of each other, and two of them just kind of slapping heads at each other, and it really not amounting to much.
0: I'm sorry, is is this a fight, or, or an orgy? (laughs) (laughs) Two different directions there. Yeah, they said there's always a bunch of them in the pool, so. You just described gushing down.
1: (laughs) So... Here's an interesting fact to go back to something that uh, Tim brought up earlier. Um, One of the rules the council establishes is that one must not ally with a subject species. And Edris added that the report of the particular sequence of events that led to Epsilon Epsilon gaining Alaron as a host are unclear. It is likely that Epsilon hid the fact that he infested and had a partnership with Chapman in order to gain his Andalite host body, though. That may answer your question as to why she claims to be the first, even though we do. You're right. He did get in Chapman. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay.
2: Uh, He doesn't want to let him know. Right uh okay oh that's interesting too yeah
1: no ally that's a bad idea too
0: which is still kind of like okay but then how about the taxes? that is in and of itself an allyship of sort it is but i I I guess since
2: since the group kind of agreed you're not making like individual yeah Yeah. although i think that's dumb too because if you had the opportunity to 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 take an andalite it meant you had to you know team up with a human that seems like a no-brainer
1: yeah what was the girl's name it's darwin and what uh,
0: magda magda marta madra madra hang on i'll find it yeah madra okay. Which is named for one of the moons of the York wow. homeworld.
1: I mean, sure.
0: That's what it says.
1: No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you are named for one of Earth's most famous scientists. You are named for a moon for a creature that nobody's going to believe is real. I'm,
2: I'm telling you, I, I want <clears throat> I want to go get a dog right now. Name the dog Madra and that way i just well where did that name come from uh it's one of the moons from the yerk home world and not explain any further than that
0: see (laughs) i i have the opposite reading of this as meg which is we learn that she named darwin as a joke because (laughs) you're the product of four species and that doesn't exist sure my son is a joke name my daughter is the moon of my (laughs) homeworld. like you are a joke and you are poetry
1: We wanted you. We did not want you.
0: <laughs> you are a joke. And I'll consider pulling the trigger. <laughs> we yeah. We wanted you. Right? You
1: are our spare. <laughs> yeah. Because one of the twins is always a spare.
0: We have to meet Madra at some point now, right? That has to come I honestly don't
1: know.
2: It seems like yes.
0: Okay, then we must not. Tim says we Yeah.
2: Won't. But... <laughs> Uh, the other thing is and this is this one's going to I don't think we're done with with Visser one. I am I shocked. Yeah, I think she comes back.
1: I mean as long as she's in Marco's mom's body I don't think we are.
2: Yeah. Of course now it's going to be really awkward when that doesn't happen. <laughs> that was just left dangling out there.
1: Well do we know where the Antari world is?
2: I don't think so. Did you just call it the Atari world?
1: No, I said Antari, but I probably did say it wrong.
2: Have I been saying it wrong the whole time?
1: I have no idea. I'm I've not going to lie. Okay. It is very early on a Sunday morning.
2: i got to go back and look now. Anadi. Anadi. And it's not a world, it's a system. Oh. I have been wrong. Anadi. Although I kind of like Atari.
1: <laughs> I said Antari, but whatever. <laughs> Didn't make it a video gaming system
0: but tim really really wants space invaders i really, Apparently, really want space invaders you've
1: got them that's what this entire series is
0: space invaders was not a video game it was a documentary speaking of space invaders can we talk about uh uh the movie producer and Ginny lines thinking that two hork bajir are people the studio sent over <laughs> yeah. for a makeup <laughs> test i mean it's great not not cuddly enough. <laughs>
1: What movie do you think they were working on?
0: The weird thing is we learned that he's mostly like a comedy producer, director. Like he... Are they not based comedy? Mac, Mac and mean, me? Maybe.
1: Maybe.
2: I don't know about the timeline of Mac and me. I don't either. Was it out during
1: the Gulf War? I don't know. You're about if, the only one who's going to remember of the three foot. <laughs> <us. laughs>
0: but I, I did, can Google. I, I
2: was at work and some one of the younger people was looking at houses and one of the houses was on Norman Schwarzkopf Lane. And this this child, this infant, looked at me and said, what, ki- what kind of a name for a street is that? And I was like, are you joke? What? No clue who he was. And I was like, oh my god. Like, just another one of those I'm spit old moments.
0: Now, to be fair, Tim, I'm also sitting here thinking, what kind of a name for a street is that?
2: Well, I'm okay, it is kind of a weird name for a street, but do you not know who the person was would be the question.
0: Maybe he's just questioning what... Was this like a street that a military base was on? Nope, just random neighborhood. Is it? Yeah. What's
1: the neighborhood called? Oh, I don't know. Okay, because okay, like I'm curious now is like what the theme of that neighborhood is. Because like in.
0: Pay <laughs> a left is... on Pat and then take Schwartzkopf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, like in.
0: Redacted.
1: There is a straight up Winnie the Pooh neighborhood where everything is Winnie the Pooh themed. So like it's not the weirdest. Actually, it still would be weird than that, but. Is that true? Yeah
0: oh i didn't know that yeah
1: it's uh it's near where i went to high school
0: so mac and me was released in 88 that's not it then maybe the movie was never released because the producer was infested Mm. by yerks maybe so there's no way for us to know
1: quite possible we did switch to dinosaurs quickly yeah i do like that they discussed the idea of drugging humans making them addicts Yeah. yeah that was dark
0: yeah it's almost like oatmeal is karmic revenge
2: <laughs> what about when when, when Visser one gets called out for being jenny lines like you're addicted to humans <laughs> I, was, I was like whoa
1: you're addicted to human also everyone should go watch torchwood season three i should probably watch season one first no you don't actually you don't have to it's fine okay so, torchwood season three is <laughs> Just it's it. five episodes it's some of the best television ever if you've watched if you know who jack harkness is you're fine
0: yeah. He's that guy who regularly tries to kill the green arrow. Yes, actually, he
1: is. We just
2: watched a Jack Harkness episode not that long ago. Which one? I don't remember. I can't remember the name of it.
1: Who was the companion? Mm. Blonde, brunette, or redhead? You are terrible at that. Redhead. Okay, so that's. Donna,
2: what happened in that episode? I was doing other things while it was on TV, I'm trying to remember now. But it was like really, like like I caught myself really into it by the end of it. Redacted. Died. Redacted. He dies
1: frequently. He doesn't actually die. He can't die.
2: But he did die.
1: No, he didn't. This was the where only time he... that he died. Is when
0: redacted.
2: That's what it was. It was the because we. Then Googled that was the not Donna.
1: That was not the redhead.
2: Oh, I don't know. Then was it a game show? It was a game show where people die. I don't know. None of this matters. None of it has anything to do.
1: (laughs) Then it was a blonde, and that's the first time that he died. And thus, when he
2: redacted, yes, that's it. That was the episode that we watched.
1: That's not. That's Rose. That's not Donna, and she's blonde.
2: I don't know. (laughs) Like I said, I was doing other stuff while I was on TV. That's fine. I'll cut all that. Yeah, yeah, I
0: would. (laughs) I would. I'm not going to spoil the redacted thing. (laughs) Oh,
1: something that's over ten years old.
0: Who are you talking to? No one has more sympathy than people who come late to media than I do. I literally I'm... watched it for the first time like two weeks ago.
1: <laughs> that is because <laughs> you're terrible at the fact that we keep telling you that David Tennant is the best Doctor.
0: But
2: is... man, uh... Uh, yeah, it, nothing I've seen will change my mind about Capaldi so far.
1: Oh no, fuck that! Torchwood season three is the reason that I can't get behind Capaldi as the Doctor. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I mean that's fine. The fact that they're Awesome,
0: the reason that I can.
1: You're wrong, because there's a lot of issues that I have with Capaldi as a doctor, but anyways.
0: So I'm resisting the urge to weigh in on this one and moving forward. Uh, (laughs) Like a professional. Let's talk about Lord David Altman, which I did have to make sure was not an anagram for Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's missing an O. Very nice. It would need a second O, but I did at... One in the morning, sit down and try to work it out.
1: Is that the O where the nose would be? Um, I do <laughs> like the appreciation of like how popular the renames were yes. in the 90s.
2: Is that another callback to Jonathan Taylor Thomas? It's a
0: callback to a lot of people.
1: Yeah. But also, what was I listening to recently that was talking about Jonathan Taylor Thomas? And how if it was just John Thomas, that just doesn't work. <laughs> what was I listening
2: to? I have never once thought of his name as just John Thomas.
0: <laughs> Isn't that... A surgery baseball players get. Oh, that's Tommy John. Never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was my brother, my brother and me.
0: Here are, according to Google, famous people with three names. Oh, man sarah jessica parker jennifer love hewitt tommy lee jones jamie lee curtis Haley joel osmond lisa marie presley daniel day kim
2: (laughs) not one assassin that list is horrible
0: paul thomas anderson evan rachel wood philip seymour hoffman
1: oh r.i.p
0: Chad Michael Murray. I don't know who that is. You don't
1: know who Chad Michael Murray... Oh, my God.
0: Neil Patrick Harris. And I'm <laughs> going to say, not only Jonathan Taylor Thomas, all three kids on Home Improvement. That's true. Zachary Ty Bryan and Tara Noah, Tara Noah Smith. Sarah Michelle Geller. Melissa Joan Hart. Why do you I know that? Because I used to love Home Improvement, okay? Know, home
1: Improvement was I a great too, show before... But 11, I
0: 12, don't remember 11. the
2: children's names.
0: Well, I just got through the episode of Veronica Mars with Zachary ty brian credited oh, as I zachary brian um he plays the dweebiest basketball player ever
1: <laughs> and the worst boyfriend ever that's not true in, I in, was in that say, show, he's not
0: duncan Kane. <laughs> that that's not true <laughs> um and just i happened to recall taryn and noah smith's name luckily <laughs> anyway i could keep going with three named people but i will stop there i, I
2: always was gonna drop Tim and turn it into T if i became a famous author so T no no t douglas low because i thought that sounded like somebody who was important
1: it sounds like a prestigious ass from the 1920s that's what Boom. i'm
0: going for It's <laughs> exactly what we're <laughs> welcome to my office sugar cheeks i'm t douglas low
1: <laughs> oh i was going with more of the uh
0: <laughs> like a tea i'm repriser. too
1: evolved to actually live in a house i live in a shack and write poetry next <laughs> to the river <laughs>
0: i live alone in this cabin on a lake and i am all about being alone in my cabin on the lake but sometimes i do sneak over to my neighbor ralph waldo emerson three name person <laughs> and steal the pie that he leaves in his windowsill
1: he doesn't leave it there his mother does
0: okay to be fair i think emerson stole thoreau's pies henry right. david thoreau three names <laughs> You know who else had three names? Taylor Swift Elliott.
2: Yeah. Oh, another one of my crowning moments of <laughs> being down
0: <dumb> there.
1: <laughs> so let's, yeah, the creation of the sharing. Let's go back to that for a minute.
0: Yeah. Uh One.
1: sad and pathetic species. Our brains suck.
0: Tim, as an aspiring cult leader, have you learned God. anything from this book?
2: uh no, i wouldn't say that i really learned anything maybe maybe things to stay away from as a cult like alien uh evil goals like i don't want to take people over i think would be exactly.
1: i don't think you understand what a cult is
2: no 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 i do and that was the the whole point it's like an anti-cult
0: and if scientology has proven anything it's that aligning <laughs> with aliens helps
2: did i tell you about the scientology thing at work
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't know if I said it on the podcast or not.
1: I don't remember, so you're welcome to repeat it.
2: Okay. Uh it's like somebody was making, you know, like jokes just like spreading goofs about me and was telling people that uh I was a Scientologist and yeah. uh and I so he's like, just play along with it. And I was like, Cool, I played along with it But like nobody didn't believe it <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Oh no. This is a problem. Are
1: you spouting your bladder left to work too? I mean
2: I, I mean not that much I don't think. I like <laughs> we did We did work with a flat earther at the other store. So oh. it was always fun to get him him riled up and going. Is that what
1: started it all? Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah that's what. And then like you'd say something about flat earth and like somebody would think that you believe it and I just wouldn't correct them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Whatever. how
1: you become a Scientologist. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you just don't correct them when they think you're a flat earther. There's, There's so much to people. say
0: in response to that. <laughs>
2: But it is interesting, and it always has been. The same thing with the anti-vaxxers and, uh, like, all of them. I was like, where do, you, where do you get your stuff from? And I can't help but be, like, insanely intrigued by that. I was like, all the flat-earthers is like, what?
1: Birds aren't real. Yeah, Willful
0: ignorance is yeah. generally my answer.
2: But, I don't know. Like, something had to be said that they were like, you know what? Yeah, I just never have had that moment. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: so, the sharing.
0: The sharing, yes. Thank you. Um...
1: And focusing on our human flaws and Mm -hmm. inabilities to tell Mm -hmm. ourselves we're great and then we apparently need a group that does that.
0: Uh, Probably 100% accurate, right? Yeah. Visser One's goal here is to prove that humans will willingly submit so that when she goes back after a couple of years of treasonous disappearance to the Yerks, she can say, Hi, willing class five hosts. We don't need a major military presence. We can do this slowly and subtly and take absolute control this way without loss of Hork-Bajir bodies, which is essentially the concern. Right. Um, please forgive my treason. They will accept her and make her a Visser and send her back to Earth to rule over her empire that is funded by a bunch of money she stole and then invested because apparently also Visser was just very good at the stock market
1: yeah sold
2: fake stock too it sounded like well
1: she gets into human like smart human brains like allison's not an idiot yeah did you say
2: please forgive my treason huh please forgive my treason yes i'm gonna say excuse me from now on
0: (laughs) pardon my treason (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry
1: um yeah it's a good setup i do so i guess the point in killing her so she sets all this up and i guess the point of killing her is to go find other worlds to do this to like now she's in kind of in charge of that and that's why they bring in Visor Three. Yeah. It, I feel like that's the one line that doesn't kinda get talked about in this book is like why Visor One is stepping out and Visor Three is stepping in. Also where the fuck Visor Two is.
0: Yeah. There are a lot of things that we don't get context for in this book as far as like the bigger picture of your, your invasions and what's going on. Like we know did about
1: Scientology start.
0: The fifties. I think I looked this up it, for God. us a while back. Um
1: Oh, if we already had the moment of is the sharing the Scientology?
0: No, I think we maybe started there, and then none of us knew. Yep, 1952. Okay. And I looked it up while editing, I think, because we never really circled back to it when we brought it up last time. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, just just trying to figure out if there is. I mean, I you know, cults or things or whatever. If, if if the sharing is specifically pointing to a specific cult, whatever religion of the 90s or or not, or just someone saying they all are.
0: I don't get the vibe that it's pointing toward anything specific, but. I feel like that was a time when there was sort of a resurgence of oh, definitely interest in cults. Um, I remember yeah. like lots of documentaries about the cults of the '60s and '70s. Well,
1: because we had what the panic, uh, satanic panic in the '80s. so cults yeah. would make sense to come after that.
0: Wasn't
2: there one in the '90s, like a, a big cult? One? I mean, like a big one, like a big news one. When was Waco? That was in the '90s. It might have been Waco then.
1: Yeah, Waco, home of a cult. And where Dr. Pepper was created.
0: It's currently 56 degrees.
1: My grandmother lived there for a year, a few years.
0: The city of Waco has done a great job with its uh, uh, search engine optimization because you don't get stuff about Waco that they don't want you to get readily. Notable people. Yep, they've got a uh, tight lock on this uh, Wikipedia page, apparently. Hmm. There we go. Waco Tragedy Explained. 25th anniversary was in... 2018 so 1993
1: okay so yeah maybe that is what all this is kind of we have found our- Original sharing, Yay. Yay. I think this book also makes it very clear that everything is going on in California.
0: Yeah. Which yeah.
1: I don't think we've doubted for a while, but just there's to a, kind of bring it back there.
0: There's a little room for ambiguity because she does say we, we left Hollywood and she doesn't say where we went. Yeah. True. But it but it's doesn't make West a lot coast of sense. Yeah.
1: And ocean, so.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. She says coast and like, why would you pack up and move all the way across when you've been building influence and have all these hosts? Right in California.
1: So far away. Thank God. We are
0: safe. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, Veronica Mars is definitely in York territory.
1: <gasps> that is a problem.
2: They all go to Neptune Middle School.
0: Yes.
1: Also great co-
0: crossover. Principal Clemens would make a great This is something MJ has said. She might have said it when she was on here. But we talked about it recently again on the robcast. Principal Clemens the actor would make a great uh Chapman.
1: I agree.
2: I would love to see Veronica's dad's reaction to watching an animorph, like morph.
0: I thought you were about to say you'd love to see Veronica's dad as Chapman. No, I mean he. Would I also like be that great, dude,
2: but I like that dude way too much for him to Chapman.
1: Isn't Chapman your favorite character?
0: No, that was a goof. But
2: like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. when he said it, it wasn't. <laughs> but now he
2: regards <laughs> it as Chapman. <laughs> Chapman is nobody's favorite character. Sure, but yeah, no, I, I, I do. I like that guy way too much to be Chapman. All my, right. he's my favorite TV dad.
0: Anything else? TV dad. Anything else in Visser? No. Yeah, I think I'm good. All right, Meg. Yes. You have animal trivia for us this I week. I Do. Oh goodness.
1: What the fuck is that supposed to mean?
0: I just you've never done it before.
1: I haven't done it before. This is such
0: good news though.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's better than when I do it cuz apparently I just make up crap.
0: Yeah. You
1: too make up crap.
0: Uh, yeah. Tim <laughs> spends too much time that. on his flat earther conspiracy cool. theory boards. <laughs> Comes up with coked out sewer gators.
2: Yeah, that just apparently aren't a thing at all.
0: Oh. The Ginny Lines of the reptile world. <laughs> I
2: to cry. Oh my god,
0: Tim, you so need to bad. go adopt. I'm so bad. You the need to go adopt ever. an iguana now and name yeah. it Ginny Lines. This is your your uh, penance.
2: Am the only guy to ever have to like retract anything on this podcast?
1: That's not true. But that was probably the worst. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Diego is going home. Diego is a 100-year-old giant tortoise who has been credited with saving his species from extinction with his legendary libido. He has fathered around 800 children and is set to return to the Galapagos. But, oh, I knew I was going to have to pronounce this and I can't pronounce
0: this. Galapagos.
1: Thank you, Galapagos Islands. He's one of 14 that they selected in the 1960s to take part in a breeding program in California, and they have produced 2,000 more great tortoises. Around 50 years ago, there were only 2 males and 12 females of his species. Wow.
0: Mm -hmm. meg sent me this earlier in the week and i responded with a gif of george washington from hamilton with the caption i want to sit under my own vine and fig tree because this this tortoise has some real huh
1: i didn't realize the word was fig tree in that song but
0: it worked um this tortoise has some real uh hamilton george washington energy
1: yes yes Big George Washington energy. Yeah. Um, he has been away from his native island for nearly 80 years, and he will return with 1,800 um, population. He has fathered 40% of these animals. Oh, my goodness. So currently he is in captivity, um, or in quarantine uh, would be the better way of putting that, so that he doesn't bring back anything that is not native to the island.
0: But yeah. So a lot of George Washington energy, a little bit of Thomas Jefferson energy.
1: Yeah, and come back and be like, so what did I miss?
0: Yeah. Also, lots and lots of kids that nobody talks about. Yeah, that, that is an amazing story, though. Like, two
2: males and 12 females. Mm-hmm. That's that's fun. He's
1: helped produce 800 of them. Of the 2,000. 100 years old, he gets to rest. It's time. Yeah, yeah. It's time. But yeah, in a world where we have Australia burning and we are losing creatures and things like crazy it's kind of nice to know that you know someone's giving back
0: some really horny tortoises <laughs> are taking care of their own population yeah tortoises mm, i think you can do better
2: yeah uh, probably yeah <laughs> Nope. i don't think i can do better
1: <laughs> <laughs> what pic what was the picture because the picture i said you said something
0: Um, It just made me laugh. All of it made me laugh. I truly appreciate it. See if I can find it again. I'm looking forward to
1: it. Oh, it just says that, yeah, a hundred year old tortoise had so much sex, he saved his entire species. Now he's going home.
0: Yep. And there's Christopher Jackson staring back with about (laughs) the same look on his face. (laughs) Oh. All right. Um, we do not have any new listener questions or reviews to talk about, but feel free to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.
1: Wait, I thought we did. You sent me something asking if I know who someone was.
0: Oh, shit. You're right. Thank yeah. you. I forgot to double check the email. Yes.
1: I'm glad we chat. I'm so glad we chat outside of, you know, the podcast yeah. so we can all remember things.
0: Uh, mine's at York email. Come on. You can do it. Cool. So yes, a uh, listener did send us an email, Uh, a listener by the name of Josh, last name redacted, got to keep those yurks out of people's ears. I will hit some highlights here. Um, Josh writes, I am writing to you from the past. I've just listened to your discussion on book 25, The Extreme. So here is, so here in my time, Meg has spit her drink out of her mouth when I mentioned The Extreme.
1: (laughs) Of all the episodes, I'm sorry.
0: So here in my time, I got to experience Tim's prediction come true with the retelling where Marco skateboards. That was a great bit, and I hope you do more i enjoy this podcast okay reading some of this just sounds like patting ourselves on the back i grew up reading Animorphs in elementary and middle school and reread them about 10 years ago i decided to reread them a third time and can't believe there are still podcasts and groups talking about Animorphs. so while i reread the series i am also listening to three podcasts so i can analyze along with people making along with people this amazing story
1: uh yeah just a really quick throw out there support all the Animorph podcasts they're all great we don't personally listen to any of them because we don't want to copy any of them all of our own theories facts whatever are our own so but all of them are wonderful i chat with quite a few of them online
0: and as soon as we finish i'm gonna start binging some of the others yeah oh yeah Yeah. uh josh goes on to say that uh he loves hearing from tim who is also (laughs) experiencing it from the first time and says to keep up the great work uh he'd like to give a shout out to his future self and all of us in the future
1: nice thank you josh
0: i like josh josh is cool josh also says here that he's doing a project where he's keeping track of character stats with each morph everyone acquires how many times they've used it and a confirmed kill count which is hard to do because a lot of the deaths are assumed yeah Uh,
1: (laughs) we're not going to go into the great death debate (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's
2: that's what alex was just setting up there
0: (laughs) esplin number two is
1: yeah not cassie did it no anyways no thank you josh that was incredibly sweet of you yes we do uh, also kind of adore tim for the most
0: part except when he goes off on those angry flat earther rants I know, God. tries to drag us to scientology meetings
1: 9 11 truthers
0: uh, hey look we put a lot on tim let's not put that on tim <laughs>
1: To be fair, I
0: don't think Tim has ever been a 9-11 truther, so that's okay. I've never heard him rant about jet fuel. There
2: was a, yeah. I want to say it was a Bigfoot. Maybe it wasn't Bigfoot. I don't remember what it was, but it was something along those lines. There was hey, some Tim? Kind of convention. Hey, Tim, wa- it wasn't
0: Bigfoot. No,
2: no, no. There was a convention <laughs> within about 50 miles of here. That was three days. And I, if it hadn't been for work schedules not working out, I would have totally gone to this. I do vaguely remember <laughs> that.
0: It's uh, right.
1: also not a, uh, what are they? The, the The streams, the jet streams. What are they called? Chemtrails.
0: Chemtrails. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tim. Yes. I would have said let's not put that on him either, but you came up with that first, so I guess we get to put that <laughs> one on you.
1: Maybe he is a chemtrails. Oh no.
0: All right, Tim. Yes. Let's have some non-conspiracy theory predictions about what happens in book thirty-six. Okay. I
2: have not looked at book thirty-six. I don't know what it's called. Do you want me to tell you? Yes, please.
1: The mutation.
2: The mutation. Oh
1: uh start with it's
2: 36 yeah moves, it's, narrating. it's a jake book jake book. jake is going to morph and it's going to go wrong and he's going to get stuck that way
1: no try again okay, uh, <laughs> you cannot do something that has been done twice and was just done in book 35
2: um they're going to come across someone or one of the anamorphs is going to have some sort of Predisposition.
1: Holy fuck! I just realized what book this is, and I'm so excited. No, oh, are you I'm, really? Is
2: I'm going to say this in a good way.
1: It is just this Tim, book. I want you to go so batshit and think ocean.
2: So batshit and think ocean. Yes. The they find a new species in the ocean.
1: You're not going batshit enough.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: I don't. Tim, know I'm going to give you some help here. Okay this basic how does that there's not help? there is well some some it's tim that's how it's not help this isn't gonna be help either but uh there is some basic concept of this book that has also been the basic concept of another jake book are they going
2: to time travel again no no what else has happened in jake books let me, I
0: think let me double check jake that book.
2: this is the
1: one i think it is it is okay um Hmm. What mythical things are in the ocean?
0: Uh mermaids.
1: There are mermaids. Where do mermaids live?
0: In the ocean. In the enchanted grotto? Yeah. We're just going
1: to keep going in circles we? Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait. Who um, lives in a pineapple under the sea?
2: Yeah. What is it?
1: Actually, SpongeBob would have been around at this time, so. Zeus? Zeus does not <laughs> live in the wait, ocean. Wait, 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 what wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Poseidon, sorry.
0: Okay. That was
2: the one I was searching for. That's the one I was searching for.
0: Yeah, Zeus, he was in Atlantis when it sank. He lives there now. Yeah. It's really a tough gig for him being all about lightning and such, (laughs) surrounded by water.
1: You know how sometimes we say things that just give it away? And that, you know, in the episode, and sometimes we don't even realize that we said things that gave it away. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I did not pick up on it this time. It was
1: in like the last two minutes.
0: There's also a Helmicron reference in this book.
2: There is a homicron. The, the electricity thing? I have no idea. I think I'm better uh, off waiting on this one and seeing what happens.
0: Tim, never change. <laughs>
1: no. We love you exactly the way you are. Especially when Alex talks about where Zeus apparently landed, and you still don't pick
0: up on it. Oh, I didn't
2: even hear where he said he landed. He was talking about the electricity thing. Atlantis? Are we going to Thank Atlantis?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Really? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe. We'll see. All
0: <laughs> right. This one might be fun, then. (laughs) All right. On that note, <laughs> we would like to thank Christina Red Spinks for our show art. If you are interested in getting some cool art, email c.spinks.animator at gmail.com or visit Chaos Does Art on Instagram. Peep our so at minds at yerk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to send us questions, comments, or love letters, you can email us at minds at yerk at gmail.com. Our website is minds at york Spell yerk, Y E E R K. If you like us and want to help us out, Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We are available on your podcatching platform of choice, and if not, tell us—we will be.
1: That sounded like a threat.
0: I mean, I feel like 36, uh, 35 plus episodes into this, it's well established that that's a threat. There. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless self-promotion, Tim.
2: Uh, the Tunnels podcast and one of the latest mini episodes. Or just a moment and haunted hell house of horror is going to come back with some mini episodes and i might get to do some more stuff in that
0: shameless self-promotion
2: meg
1: uh i have a blog most of it is book and media review um i am going to start hopefully posting some more of my writing samples everything else is on hide
0: shameless self-promotion me panelology which is a weekly comics review podcast and the rob thomas no not that one robcast which is uh about Veronica Mars right now, and I am in the Tim role of making predictions about things and being and right, right at the wrong time. <laughs> you are very,
1: very good at being right at the like <laughs> seven episodes early.
0: <laughs> the show eventually catches up to me. <laughs> All right. Somebody say when? When? I was alone most of the time. That sounds like me. My name is Alex.
1: I'm
2: Megan.
0: And I'm Tim. And until then, we fight.